Hadley Doodly. I hope you're all doing well. Um, this is a bit late, almost two weeks late. I've got no excuses. Um, but anyway, we'll get into this one. I've been thinking about this monthly episode for a while, not just for this month. Sort of been in the back burner. And I wanted to do it at the right time. Um, and in the right mind frame sort of thing. So this one's going to be called Confidence. Now, on the face of it, confidence means a lot of different things to different people. But my initial reaction when I was thinking about confidence was, there's a car there, sorry. When I first thought about confidence, it was more, I related it more to who you are than like a skill, which I now believe it to be. It's more of a skill than who you are. Um, I know a lot of people struggle with their confidence and this is kind of why I wanted to bring it up. I myself have confidence issues. Um, when I was growing up, I always used to be not confident, but I can't find a word to fit. I was more full of myself, if that is a better context. And what I mean by that is I was still shy, but if I needed to be, I could be confident in air quotes, air brackets, whatever the fuck you want to call. I could be confident when I needed to be, but where the confidence come from was silliness. Like I was confident being silly. And it never really occurred to me until sort of thinking about it recently that that has overlapped into my adult life which I think is why people get the perception that confidence is a part of you because I believe we're all confident with different things you know a rocket engineer might not be able or might not be as confident you know driving a bus than a bus driver would be you know what I mean? And a bus driver wouldn't be as confident as a rocket engineer engineering rockets. And it's taken me a while to get to this sort of thought process. But it's it's time that makes us realise things, isn't it? Let's be honest. I don't think you fully understand everything until you've gone through time, look back see what you was thinking and feeling at the time and see how you're thinking and feeling now. It's what this podcast is all about. How you thought a year ago. And a year ago, I can tell you, I had 
a lot more confidence than I do now, which I don't know if that sounds a bit backwards, but I, I'm honest, I, I'll tell you, I don't have as much confidence now as I did a year ago. Now, there's a lot of factors that can affect your confidence, you know, you can, this is how fucked up confidence can be. You can wake up one day and feel absolutely fantastic on top of the world. You know, confidence is sky high. You can go to bed, having an excellent day, nothing's upset you, you know. You can go to bed, wake up the next day and you can instantly be at rock bottom again. That might be something to do with depression or whatever, but, you know, we all can wake up feeling shit. And confidence doesn't come as a fucking inbuilt operating system. It's not something you can just sort of... It's not something that's always running, you know. You've got Well, in my personal experience, I've got to pick and choose when to use it. Even... Even something as daft as playing a video game can you can notice how your confidence is affected within the video game because one day you might be excellent the next you might not be um and another example and i can vouch for this one is when you're working you could be working on a certain problem doing the same job and then just something hits you and knocks your confidence and you might not be able to do that job as well. And that has personally happened to me. And obviously that impacts again your confidence. And it can, if you let it, it can go down a downward spiral. But it's stuff like that that you shouldn't let get to your sort of thing. You should just be like learning from it. You know, we should always be learning from life. As some of you may be aware, I started a new job about three months ago. I think it's three months to the day, to be honest. Still not recording a podcast, but I'll figure that out when I get to it. But moving back to confidence, when I started this caravan job, I was confident I wanted to learn. I don't know if any of you can sort of understand that. But I was confident I wanted to learn. My first two weeks, I was with someone. And immediately, I was getting overconfident. Immediately, because I was feeding off the confidence I had going into the job. But... As soon as I got put on my own after the two weeks, reality comes down like a ton of bricks and you realise, shit, you can't do the job. And that knocked me for six. I can, honestly, it increased my anxiety and it increased my depression. I didn't want to, I just didn't have any energy. And energy is what I needed 
to gain confidence. I'm never going to gain confidence without having the energy to do it. Like I said before, it's a skill you've got to learn. And to learn new skills, you've got to have energy to do that. So I've been doing all right, I I think. Um, I'm a bit slow than, slower than the rest of every, the lads in there. But I think they're slowly learning that I knew absolutely fuck all about fixing anything before I started this job. And I think they was expecting someone who knew a little bit. Now, I never once claimed to know anything. I was honest and I said, look, I'm willing to learn and I'm here to learn. And now they're realising that who I am sort of thing. I'm not there for the money. I'm not there for the, the work sort of that's what I want to do in my life I'm there to learn and a lot of the lads know that is why I'm there and I'm getting a bit more respect and I'm gaining a bit more confidence which is helping you know build the correct package I need for that sort of environment and I think we can all learn a little bit from that. So, for example, if you are currently working somewhere and you aren't confident in the job you are doing, I'm, I can suggest finding that one tiny little thing that you are confident in doing, that you can either do at work, like a small part of your job that you think you can do well, work on that, or something I like to do is be a bit creative. So if I'm running low on confidence, I'll try something new so I can start off at a base level confidence. I don't know anything about it and I don't know nothing about it. So I can't be, as long as I go into learning something with a mindset that, I'm here to learn and I don't know better than anybody else, then that can help my, me personally, my confidence grow. So I would suggest to you who are struggling at work with your confidence or in life, like even if you, let's say you're single and you really want to go to a bar, but you don't have friends that want to go to that bar or you don't have anyone that can arrange to go with you sort of thing. But you don't have the confidence to go on your own. Find something you are confident in doing. So if you are confident getting to the club on your own, try that. What's the worst that can happen? You know, you might see it as, well, I've wasted 20 quid in a taxi. Or a tram ticket or whatever. But when you get there, I guarantee over 50% of you will go into the club that you wanted to go in because you'll have the confidence when you're there or hopefully gained enough confidence from the journey to actually step foot and go and get that drink or, you know, just go and socialise. But even if you don't manage to make it into the club, you can always say you went for that night out to yourself because you went and you did that 
Now, hopefully that would help you progress your confidence in that area because you know you're not just backing out at the thought of it and i think that's where confidence gets one of its biggest hits is backing out at the thought of doing something that's why i said i like to try new things like you know i'll try and code a website i literally sit there for three hours well longer than that about eight hours of my working shift listening to how to write code just because it gives me something to do and something to work on and gain confidence at. Now, you'll quickly realise that some of these things you're not built for. I personally don't believe I'm built for fixing things, but I still have a job doing that. And I was always taught practice makes perfect. But as I get older, I realise that sometimes you might, as much as you might want to practice, you could never get perfect at it. You know, some things you just can't do. And I will get a lot of people who don't like hearing that. But it's a reality. I, I like to use this, the phrase, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. I love that phrase because it gives you hope, inspiration, motivation. And at least you tried. You know, God loves a trier and all that. If you're just stopping at the thought of it, what challenge have you done? You know, the thought of the idea is a challenge in itself, but just to let that thought go is the easiest option available and that's not going to do anything good for you at all. Unless that decision or idea which you know dangerous or you know might hurt others it might be a good thing that you didn't follow through with the idea but the fact that let's get off that bit and move it back to confidence <laughs> if you don't have the confidence to do something you are more likely to mess it up whatever that may be now I have the prime example and if you give it a little thought I think you might agree this is probably the best example. Are you a confident driver or are you a nervous driver? I personally am a confident driver and 100% I am the most confident when I am driving. It, I don't know what happens, but I can talk to anybody, I can sing in front of anybody, I can, you know, I'm just more confident when I'm driving. I, f I can't explain it, it's just my zone. But someone else is in their zone when they're reading a book. I can't ever understand what that feels like to be in the zone when you're reading a book unless I get in the zone when I'm reading a book but I don't so I don't know how that would feel and that person may be a nervous driver you know and they might not know how to be confident at driving I can say that as an example 
because confident drivers, in my opinion, have less accidents slash accidents that aren't their fault more regularly than nervous drivers. I've drove many a miles, maybe not as long as some people, but you know, I've drove many a miles and I've seen driving skill and I've judged it, you know, I've seen a lot of bad driving. A lot of bad driving comes from the more nervous people. Now I don't know these people individually because all I see is a person in a car. But the way I see a person in a car is kind of like the car is an extension of that person and the way you are handling it is an extension of you. So if I see someone hesitating at a roundabout, I, I automatically assume, and shout at me for judging, but I automatically assume that you are not a confident person. You know, I believe if you're ever challenged, you're more likely to sort of back down than someone who is more confident driving. I could be wrong, could be stereotyping, whatever you want to call it. But that's how I view someone who's sort of struggling at a junction or is sat at 50, 40 or 50 mile an hour on the motorway, doesn't change lanes. The people that indicate for 20 minutes before they move over, then people are dangerous on the road. And that is not because they can't drive, because they can, they are doing it. But what I think it, it does do is the lack of confidence makes you almost too aware of the situation. If you are, you know, on a motorway doing 70 mile an hour and you are fully conscious and aware that you are doing 70 mile an hour and that is in your head at the front, then switching lane will seem scary. Because if I said, oh, I changed lane at 70 mile an hour, it automatically sounds like, whoa, what are you doing? Fucking bit high speed to be swapping lanes, isn't it? But without the context of being on a motorway, kind of wipes it out, doesn't it? So, yeah, the people who are taking ages to change lane, uh, they must have that they are going at a certain speed in their head. Whereas when I'm on a motorway and I change lane, the last thing that I'm thinking about is my personal speed. That's not to say that I'm not thinking about speed because, you know, you're driving, you have to be aware of speed. So when I overtake, the things that are going through my head are, you know, how fast am I passing this person? I don't need to know what speed I'm going, just am I going past them at a decent rate? If I'm going past them at a decent rate, is the opportunity to pull in safe? Because I don't need to worry, because I can see them in my mirror, about pulling in. If I could see them in my mirror and, you know, I'm not cutting in too early, it should be fine. 99.9% .9 of the time, it is fine. What happens when you stop thinking about all, all that and, you know, thinking about if the space is big enough or if you're passing them at the right rate, 
and you're just thinking, shit, I need to get over this lane. I need to get over this lane. That is all you're thinking about. You'll just instantly move over and not think as much about where the car position is if you're going faster than this other car. Because if you're trying to overtake a car but going slower, you might hit them. So you have to be going a little bit quicker than the car to overtake. If you're hesitating, that can cause more issues, like the driver wanting you to pull in and he's slowing down, and you aren't pulling in, so he's getting more frustrated as to why you're disrupting the flow of traffic. And then if he gets aggravated or, you know, worked up because of you, he might then do something stupid because he's not thought properly about his actions going forward. That all comes down to confidence. These people who say they can't go on a motorway as soon as passing their test, they're lying because they can do it. You might have a, you know, an anxiety attack, but guess what? There's an empty lane you can pull over, get out of your vehicle and not drive. You know, there's a lane you can do that for emergencies, but a panic attack while driving is an emergency, especially on a motorway. You're allowed to do that. Again, find things that help you get confident leading up to it, you know. I don't believe it should take you three months to go on a motorway. I don't believe it should take you more than a week. You know, after a week, you should be confident enough to go, I'm going to try it. And if not, get off the road because you're dangerous. Sorry about the little rant about shit drivers. But now you know that if I do moan about shit drivers, it's, it is, there is, there is thought behind it and I understand that these people aren't as confident driving. And I have empathy for that because I understand how I first started driving. When I first started driving, I couldn't have the loud music on. But as soon as I picked up my first car, my friend instantly whacked the tunes really high. And I was starting on a hill and I said, look, I, I can't do it with this loud music on. And he, he couldn't understand at the time. After about 10 minutes of me explaining to him, like, you know, it's a confidence thing. He, he understood and he turned it down and he said, can we have it loud while you're driving? You know, not starting on a hill. I was like, yeah, I don't mind that. Just when I'm fucking starting on a hill and first picked up the car in the 10 minutes, don't crack the tunes. So I know what it's like to first start driving and struggle with it. You know, fucking, I struggled with my driving. I really did. But now I enjoy it and I love it. So this podcast episode was to sort of give you an insight into how confidence can affect many different areas of your life. You know, you might have confidence within yourself to just go and do anything that you want to do because you have that confidence within yourself. But I can guarantee over 50% of these people listening may not have the confidence within themselves to go out and do something that they've always wanted to do. 
and I hope that this sort of episode can give you a better understanding as to how confidence works in your favour and against you if you are not confident in certain areas and the big key takeaway here is try something new so you can start on a baseline confidence level where you're not nervous you're not scared you're not happy you're not excited you're not you know you're just like right what's this this is new try it and obviously listen to the other episodes I've got I've done one every month now they are monthly episodes that sort of explain last month's feelings and goings on and what have you um, next year I will be releasing one it's roughly every week I kind of recorded them if and when not going to lie, I've not recorded for at least three months, maybe four. Um, and it's just because, I'll explain in one of the episodes, not an episode here. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, oh, I forgot to mention, everything I record now will be released one year later because I want us, you, me, everyone, I want us all to start thinking about the way we used to think because learning from the way we used to think is very, very, very important in our future because we can learn to learn a lot from how we used to think and feel and act. You know, some decisions you might regret, some decisions you might think they were the best thing ever. And it's until you look back put them all in that jigsaw puzzle and look at the picture that comes out, do you ever get a sense of if you've done the right thing or not? That might be a bit too far, but that's how I view it. I look back, think, well, you thought about that this way, now you think about it this way, would you right now or then, or can you mix them up? And, you know, we all make stupid decisions and choices. I've done a lot of stupid shit I've said a lot of bad things and done a lot of bad things. And if you've ever seen My Name is Earl, it's kind of an inspiration as to how I want to go forward living my life. I, I believe in karma and I believe that it's one sort of entity, as it were, that we have to sort of take into consideration when we are moving into our futures because karma doesn't come instantly sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but it doesn't always come instantly and you might never realize what you have done to deserve this certain karma may it be good may it be bad i don't know but i know i've done a lot of bad things in my life and i want to make up for that in my future i don't want to be the person i was Shit, just realised something. But anyway, we're going to leave it there. Um, this was a bit longer than usual for a monthly episode, and that's just because I think this this topic is so key. And I've, I personally, the past three months, have been dealing with this issue. The very fact that I was messing up at work because I wasn't confident 
but it was my always my mindset that I'm only messing up because I'm not confident. So therefore, I have to work on getting confidence and not getting better at fixing things, if that makes sense. And it's only now that I'm gaining the confidence that I can sort of fix things, which has helped me massively, and I hope it can help you. So thank you for listening to this, and I will catch you next month. Toodaloo.